Hello and welcome to Critical Line Item. My name is Tom Rabbit. Thank you for joining me for this particular podcast. We are beginning to see a lot of activity in Afghanistan as Western forces pull out and the Taliban on the ground gets, uh, gets traction. It is probably timely for us to have a discussion with people who know a lot about the, the, the situation in Afghanistan and also how we need to be interpreting what we're seeing. It's very easy for people in the West to misunderstand or misinterpret or even wrongly attribute certain uh, activities to the practice of Islam and um, uh, similar uh, similar issues. I've got uh, Rita and Mari joining me. Rita and Mari is a, a women's rights activist, but also a political analyst. She does a lot of work in looking at the situation in Afghanistan and other parts of the world with similar issues. And Rita and I will explore some of the the concerns she has and I have about the way in which people read situations that uh, deal with you know, fates, languages, cultures that are foreign to their own. Rita, thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I hope uh, that we can um, go through the whole of discussion and I can give you a good answer. Uh, and I'm sure you will. Uh, Rita, about a week ago now, you put up a post that looked at uh, the issue of um, the, the people engaging in violence, particularly in Afghanistan, who are at times attributed to engaging in violence for, for Islam, on behalf of Islam. Um, and it was a particularly powerful post. Can you take me through um, what you meant in, in explaining the situation the way you did? Um, uh, first things, we just go through what's happening um, in Afghanistan right now. Um, the um, opposition group, which is we calling Taliban, they be using the name of Holy Quran or Islam to recruit their own um, soldiers or the fighters and also brainwash them from age of very young and to um, fight against some infidels and you will go to um, uh, paradise basically. But this is totally wrong. There's nothing on the, on the part of Quran that says saying anything to kill someone and you will go to paradise. And that is why um, people like us, then we need to step up and we need to educate people. There is a people, they're using um, name of Islam for they, their own benefit and they, for the political polit politic reason, basically, to give them power to stand up. In these last 40 years in Afghanistan's wars happening by name of jihad, basically. Jihad against who? Afghanistan country, 99% is Muslim. We've got a 1% of um, uh, Hindu. The rest of them is all Muslim. Who actually you're fighting? Who's, who is your enemy? Basically, they're using the name of Islam for political reason to brainwash people to standing against of that. Yeah, that post was absolutely, that was a message for the people to wake up, don't be fooled whoever using the name of religion, that is, 
should be their own benefit. They don't, they, they're not doing it because of the people. They're not doing it because of the religion. Religion, we living in the 21st century. The 21st century people, they're all educated, they're understanding it. And also the intent, only Quran and the better way as well. But whoever is Taliban, they don't let people to get education. They don't let people to read the history of Islam. They just only interpret it in the only the way one because their own benefit. And that's totally wrong. One of the issues that has come up even in my own reading is that uh, the mainstream Islam is moderate. Um, and people who who are believers, who are adherents, are for the most part peaceful, right? How, you know, how is it that we get to a point where uh, the extremists take hold in a particular part of a country? Say, for example, Afghanistan, where the Taliban is is fairly active, along with other groups as well, but Taliban mainly. How, how, do, how do we get to that point, Rita? Because there will be people who won't understand the dynamic because they see it as something that might be foreign to them. Um, okay, um, as I mentioned before, um, the uh, war starting 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, if we hear the, uh, uh, the interview, uh, Hillary Clinton, she had um, um, a speech on Geneva, and that speech is on my own social media as well, and face my Facebook. And she mentioned we actually create a group 40 years ago against uh, Soviet Russia. So we thought the best way to do that is uh, we use the um, part of religions because that, that's, they, they analyze if we use this uh, group that that's a very powerful, we uh, um, train them, your country, your, your motherland is in danger of uh, infidel. So basically uh, you need to go fight against that. But the fight was basically against of Soviet Russia. It wasn't against Afghanistan. So. The part of that group that take them 20 years or so, is they're starting a, um, um, adopting orphan for the children, they don't have a family. So they, they fit them, they grow them. When they're turning 20 to 18 or 19, they become purely brainwashed to go and stand by name of Allah to uh, fight the infidel, to get rid of their homeland. But, their purpose was against of Soviet Russia. Once it came yeah. in um, late uh, 80s and early 90s, um, the decision made Soviet Russia left Afghanistan. And then what happened? Mujahideen come up, they took over Afghanistan, which is they made by America. They took over in Afghanistan. And then the fight started in Afghanistan between their own Mujahideen because Mujahideen, they, don't, they had few parties, very strong one. 
The party was um, always been supporting by America, always supporting by South Arabia, and always supporting with their foreigners, but because they had a mission 40 years ago, okay? And then what happened when Mujahideen took her mm -hmm. Afghanistan, the fight come between us, the mess has gone up, which is America couldn't control that. So they decide like, okay, just let them to do what they want to do. And they decide to make another group, another group by name of Taliban. And we, we, we talking about in 1993 or four, that is what's um, the advisor or the um, president of America, which is what used to be ambassador in Afghanistan. So he actually come with this idea. We will have another group with a different idea with Pashtun background. So they can, because Afghanistan, most population is Pashtun. So basically he was totally wrong on these things. So they made another group by name of Taliban in Afghanistan. They grew them and then they took, a, took over Afghanistan in, to 1996 and to 1990, so 2001. And that is the message come up because what happened, Assam bin Laden used the name of Islam because Islam is very, very pure and clean. Muslim people, they just only believe the name of Allah. He brainwashed black, that though Taliban. So he come to Pakistan and Pakistan because he's good friend of America. They asked him to leave. Basically, he went to Afghanistan to stand with the Taliban. Taliban welcomed them. They said, like, okay, because he's a pure Islam, basically coming as a prophet. So we're going to look after him. And that is the war started by Taliban. And then what happened? America had a mission to get rid of them because of personal issue had between us and Laden and also America. So they demolished them and got rid of them. But because 40 years ago, they had a mission to take Afghanistan supposed to be um, controlled by America. That's why they made a group of Mujahideen because of Soviet and Russia. So they find like, oh, that's the best place. So now we're gonna stay for longer. So they take them almost um, 20, 25, sorry, uh, 15 years. And after 15 years, like they decide, okay, we need to make a, uh, they get, again, Zulmay Khalizad, they come up with another group. They said, okay, we need to have a negotiation between Taliban and um, America and Afghanistan. There's another, so the story is very long, but this is what happened. This is actually the story is messed up by name of only Islam and Quran, which is nothing coming on that book. The book is like a, the Bible, the Quran is very um, pure, clean, nothing say on about the war or killing. But what happened, this is being used by human beings, by people. Now, we, we, we mentioned you know, the, the various things related to uh, Al-Qaeda, Osama bin Laden. Obviously, once 9-11 happened, almost 20 years ago, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Afghanistan ended up getting a, a, a visit from U.S. forces to try and uh, deal with uh, sort of Al-Qaeda um, and they didn't quite catch up with Osama Bin Laden until May of 2011. There's something, and I mentioned earlier on that you're a, you're a women's rights activist um, and whenever 
a group like the Taliban begins to uh, take territory over, they are imposing upon women in, in the jurisdiction um, what is uh, a very illiberal or not liberal regime. What are you hearing from people in, in Afghanistan at the moment about uh, uh, what's going on? Oh, so it, in Afghanistan, the people, because uh, the war started 40 years ago, mm -hmm. they born in the war, they grow up on the war, and they're living in the war, basically. It's coming like generation after generation who born in the war, they have got a children and their children are now they grown up basically. And then um, the idea was to get rid of Hassan bin Laden. They did. They Taliban took over Afghanistan for five, five, six years. They never made any school. They never made any uh, print any book. There was against of that, especially for women. They didn't have any um, right for the woman to go to school or do anything. They any because of they using this is Sharia law, but Sharia law don't say that as well. The most of um, right there is they saying about the woman, but because they are using it again the politics, they are using a political way to brainwash people to do what they want to do, and they're trying to get people in the darker side to not getting educated. So they designed that sort of um, group and that sort of uh, um, ideas, that sort of mentality to be in the dark. We can do what we want to do by name of Islam. One of the challenges, Risha, that uh, people who don't have your understanding will sometimes face is trying to understand um, you know, the, the, the situation of uh, basic tenets of a faith and then how people manipulate faith for, as you say correctly, political purposes. Um, what are the things that we can do better, for example, in a society like Australia, a country like Australia, to enable us, uh, whether it be the media, whether it be this education system, to better understand that, that Islam and the way, way it's practiced by to the mainstream uh, Muslims as opposed to what's reported in the press when people see a mention of the Taliban and uh, what the Taliban is, is currently trying to reinforce uh, in, in Afghanistan? Um, basically, um, it's, um, I call it this politics again. It's the politics playing a big, big role in uh, people's mind, basically. Politics already made a decision where Afghanistan government should leave, where it's supposed to be. But the, the way they want to get it done to people, then because Afghanistan people, they're not people of 20 years ago. They have got a different idea, different mentality, even the woman is different as well. They're more educated. And mm -hmm. so that is basically another way they challenge it. 
in the hard way. So the Taliban is coming take over. They're, they're using this province, this, this province to show him the taste of the Taliban. Because lately in Afghanistan, people was protesting. The Afghanistan government has got so much corruption. We're not happy with it. We want Taliban to take over, right? Now the Taliban has took over lots of province. What do you see? They're executing young men, slaughtering in front of people. They're actually executing women in um, basically in the middle of nowhere, but knowing that what's happening. They're um, doing, um, taking force young girls from age of 14 over by force nikah for their third or second wife because the girl is supposed to be not be single when they are 14 years old. That's their law. So now people, they come out from their own house and their own door by taking any things. The action can be a weapon. They say we are against of Taliban. Basically what happened? Now Afghanistan people, they saw the, the Taliban is 20 years ago, they're not changed, they're not educated, even they got worse. So that was a, another plan for a good politician to show like, okay, we want to hand it over. Are you guys ready for it? Afghan people say, no, we're not ready because what's happening? Because now we saw a taste of it. 13 provinces, the, not province, they, um, uh, what do you call um, um, suburbs being took over by Taliban. We saw the test of it. And now everybody's saying we want to have Afghanistan government. So we, if, if we think like a really deeply, how dirty the politics can play on these things. It's a human life we're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, when, we, when we're looking at, uh, say, a country like Australia, um, sometimes the discussion about matters of faith can get a bit fired up, whether it be on social media, whether it be in the press. Um, is it one of the things that I notice in commentary is that there is a lack of education or an appreciation about different cultures and different religions. Um, how important is it for people in Australia to be educated um, in, in, say, comparative religion to be able to better understand uh, what, uh, what the broader Islamic community uh, believes? So basically, we are so lucky we're in Australia. Australia is a multicultural country. We do each suburb in Australia, especially Queensland. I have seen their mass there. People go for Juma pray, and we can see um, faith of Ramadan uh, uh, praise happening. We see the uh, senior police officers coming. For the prey with the Muslims standing shoulder to shoulder, we see the, uh, the uh, politician MPs coming standing shoulder to shoulder. That's the benefit we have got. That is what Australia offers to the people to understand. It doesn't matter which religious you believe, you still you're one, you're a human being. But make sure 
believe, do whatever is the law of that country is saying. You believe whatever religion, but be under umbrella of the good country's law, basically. And people, yes. only thing you remember, whatever you believe inside of your heart, that's your personal things. Whatever we were, it's for the public, but inside is personal. Nobody can see it. People, they can play it on different way in politics. Mm -hmm. People can take it inside. So um, for people to understand in Australia and um, especially what happened on uh, Sydney, especially what happened on Christchurch and uh, New Zealand, people got a little bit shiver what's happening, but you know, this sort of things is the 9-11. But now um, the government, actually, the Australian uh, people, they give that opportunity to stand out as a multicultural faith and getting together and educated my um, Australian community, Aussie community. Mm -hmm. We are here, we are as a one. We are here as a um, one friend Aussie because once we are Australian resident, we are Aussie basically. We're born in different country, but we live in this country. We breathing on this country. We actually uh, getting paid from Australian flag, basically from that government. You just believe on these things, and so this is a good education for people. And then back to the Aussie people. Don't forget that Australia is multicultural country. We all got a right to have a voice. We all have a right to faith different way, but under one Commonwealth law. Uh, Risha, you do a bit of uh, activism in the area of women's rights. Um, would you like to, to share uh, with the audience what what you do in that space and, and um, how that's all going? Oh, basically, I play a couple of different roles. Have uh, wear different hat and different situation. First thing with Australia, mostly um, for say no against of domestic violence not just any woman, anyone. If you can um, notice in uh, my logo, my logo is um, dark blue and dark pink, basically. That is uh, mean justice and equality. And this is gender equality. So you need to be equal. If you dividing uh, the society by men and women, we, we definitely cannot flow higher. We need to be equal. Men and women need to be equal. And so I play a bigger role in the community to make people understand we are equal. We are human beings. We have got the same right. We need to be the same. But coming back to in Afghanistan, I stand up to educate them in the better way, the society and also, and also women rights. Afghanistan women is on danger, especially right now. People got a fear Especially when Afghan Australian embassy got closed down in Afghanistan, that was the biggest fear for the Afghan community in Afghanistan. They, they were thinking uh, businesses have been closing and also big restaurant was closing. The shopping center was trying to selling it and moving from Iran or Pakistan, whatever it is, because they thought Afghanistan government going down and Taliban taking over because the Australian embassy got closed down. But because of our good friends stand up, raise their voice, and how we can see right now, the Scott Morrison government, they've got some negotiation. Hopefully we can take their diplomat and next level because we have got a good friend in Afghanistan, especially the interpreter and guards, they need us the most. 
I've, I've been looking at that situation in other interviews as well. Um, uh, what is your understanding of the situation on the ground at the moment in Kabul for those those people who are the, the, the sort of the former and current embassy guards and interpreters? Their life is actually in high threat situation because they are once you're working with a foreigner country, and that means you have got a stamp of foreigner basically. And if they think even the Taliban is not in a, the Kabul city, but it's still this suicide and also target um, killer is, is quite easy and obvious. And they're trying to hide themselves because their friend, their foreigner, which is they work for 10 years, they're no longer there to support them. For example, when the foreigner come to Afghanistan, like our good Aussie friend, they need an interpreter to tell them where to shop, where to eat, where to dress, where to go to find the enemy, where to do this, where to go to petrol. Basically, there was the one, another soldier was standing next to them shoulder to shoulder. What do you think? The Taliban want to leave them to, to stay because they will think like, you're the one show us like where we are. You're the first we killing, but not the Australian because Australian, they come for um, a purpose of their job. But you actually the one that was show them the better way to get rid of us. So it's very logically can tell us their life is in the truth. Their lives in danger, basically. There is no way for them that only to get out of Afghanistan until situations come down. Uh, you would have you would have heard that the Australian government was uh, is thinking about sending another uh, sending some foreign affairs presence back into Afghanistan. Uh, do you think that will change things for people in Kabul? Oh, that will give them a little bit of um, comfort. They said, okay, we've got a friends here. But remember, the biggest um, depot was in Bagram in Kabul. They got closed down. That is the place which is the, um, the jail is there, which is the Taliban, 5,000 Taliban there, still there. Still people, they're thinking like, are you joking? What's happening? You're leaving and then coming back? And when are you gonna go back? What's happening? This, it's a big um, plane in people's mind right now, of course. People will feel comfortable, especially right now. The message is going to the businessmen and the staff. Okay, Australia is coming back. Things are gonna get better, but still the fear is very high. Rita, that, that's a, a good point at which you did a, well make the point about the situation at Afghanistan, but also it's not uh, to close our conversation this afternoon if people want to learn more about what you do in terms of women's rights and and humanitarian activity uh, where can they look uh, look you up uh, they um, they can come um, be in contact with me in my LinkedIn Rita Anwari Sultani or my Facebook page Rita Anwari or Rita Anwari um, Sultani 
or women empowerment leadership. If any of them, you send a message, it will come to me or send an email info willos.com.au. Rita, thank you so much for joining me. There's a lot, there's a lot for people to unpack uh, in what you've said and in order to understand what's going on in Afghanistan and also how to interpret what they're seeing from the Taliban. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully we can meet again. We can discuss more things in the future. Thank you. Thank you.